Hi friends, this is Nayira Gohari. You're listening to Going Pains, a podcast where I talk about all things growing up and identity crises, apparently. Woohoo! The past week, I've been talking to two of my friends and the subject of identity came up. You know, identity, who I once was and now I am and all that. Really, really cool stuff. It was about reading with one of them. I was saying how I used to be that girl that always had her head in a book growing up and how that's not really the case anymore. She told me she is the person everyone around knew to ask for when it came like for book recommendations and as long as she has that she says she doesn't worry too much about anything else it's funny to me how we carefully procure certain things and assert them to ourselves how that in in some way comforts us with my other friend it came about when we were talking about how hot the weather is becoming i told him that i like it or Like that I, I, at least I don't mind it much these days. I used to be a winter baby. My birthday is in late winter and I enjoyed the cold and would just flourish in it. But three years ago, I fell into a deep depressive episode that were, and like the worst parts of it coincided in, in the winter months, which was kind of like funny or like, not okay, not funny. Depression is not funny, kids. <laughs> it was just like new, you know, it was... I, I, yeah, it was new. And like, because, especially because since my idea of seasonal depression was like summer depression, I've heard the term a lot, you know, when I, and I, and I got it, like I got the idea because in summers I'd go through these phases of what truly could only be called summertime sadness. But this time it was in the winter and it wasn't exactly sadness. It was like, uh, way deeper than that <laughs> not sadness but like anyway like since that time I've had a very rocky relationship with the colder weather I remember very clearly how I felt like that year that year that I was depressed and I remember very clearly when when the weather started becoming like warmer again when it began shedding its bitterness away I I would open the car window like and just be delighted a just warm wind slapping me in the face. Like, I would be so happy. And it wasn't just, like, warm wind. Sometimes it would be freaking hot. It's just, I don't know, like, feeling the sun, you know, the summer sun, not the winter sun, because they're very different suns. Like, feeling the summer sun on my face, and it made me feel warm and, and safe, like like a hug or something. And, and winter, you know, I like the aesthetic of it now like I still like the aesthetic of it though I don't I can't really bring myself to actually enjoy it anymore and it's not even that I have like it's not like that I exactly remember the memories when I was like in, in a depressive episode but it's just I don't know I don't like it anymore and I can't really explain it and like I think a lot about that like how something that I thought was so integral to my being, you know, like, enjoying the cold weather and, like, centering a part of my identity around that, because I did, trust me, I did. <laughs> like, how that, like, can just become a very insignificant part of my life, all of a sudden. Or, you know, it, gradually, but I, like, I realize it 
the realization comes upon me all of a sudden. It's just like, oh, so I'm not that person anymore. I guess the weird thing is like that I, I wake up every day and still call myself myself like even though that person's changed like the person that slept last night and that bad you know they're not I'm not I'm probably not the same anymore and like so again the weird thing is that we think of the self as a rigid thing that's that's very weird to me like denying myself the right to change or like at least acknowledging that change when like I'm literally never the same not with each passing second not with every teeny tiny bit of information I perceive in the world around me so that's amazing right (laughs) I wrote I wrote a piece about that some time ago and it went like a couple of days ago I had milk in my coffee I couldn't recognize myself the self that put milk in coffee I don't remember the last time I had coffee that wasn't black with one brown sugar. I don't remember it being this good. It was so good, I feel like it was a fluke. I must have made it wrong. And like, okay, that's the end of it. I think that's the end of it. I don't really remember. But like that is how deep my need for self-identification runs, like so deep down to associating my entire being to what kind of coffee I drink. <laughs> and anyway, like anyway, I haven't had black coffee in, in like maybe two years. So if my only self-identification at the time was like person who drinks black coffee, then, you know, um, that person's gone. Like, <laughs> you know, this is why this whole thing is very weird. And like, if I start counting every way I've changed, like every single thing I used to believe was so important to who I am as a person, like every single thing I absolutely loved and now I feel more or less apathetic about, everything that was my life and and therefore everything that was me now happens to be non-existent in my life. And I like, if I started counting these things, I probably wouldn't stop counting, yet I'm constantly doing it anyway. I mourn those things. I'm, I guess I'm mourning, mourning all the past versions of myself. I keep losing them, you know? I've always been my own closest friend, and every time I realize I'm not who I built myself up to be in my mind anymore, I, 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 it's almost like I'm struck with grief because I lost her. I lost that person. The person that, like, I don't know, I, like, the person that absolutely loved the ocean is now mostly indifferent about wading in salt water. I feel very distant from that person now. I was recently by the beach and, um, I don't, I don't think I, I like it anymore. Like I don't hate it. I definitely do not hate the sea being by the beach. I no, I don't hate it. But I'm pissed. Like I'm really pissed because I don't like it the way that I that I used to. I don't like it as much as I used to. And like I'm reminded by a poem by this poem by Mary Oliver called I Go Down to the Shore. It goes I go down 
to the shore in the morning, and depending on the hour, the waves are rolling in or moving out, and I say, oh, I am miserable. What shall, what should I do? And the sea says, in its lovely voice, excuse me, I have work to do. And uh, I feel like that closely mirrors my now dry relationship with the sea. I also used to be the person that was obsessed with astronomy, you know, planets and, and stars and the history of the universe. That, like, that curiosity and just, like, want to know everything about space stayed with me for a, for a long time. Like, I'm sure most children, like, not all children, but most children have, like, like, want to be astronauts at some point in their lives. Um, but, like, that thing, like, stayed with me until the years of my life that I, like, I was supposed to be making a decision about what I wanted to study, you know, after high school. And it came to me, like, very naturally, since this is something that I'm very passionate about, like, so, I, that was the thing I wanted to study, I guess. And, um, spoiler alert, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. I, like, not, like, not astronomy, not astrophysics, not no, 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 none of that. <laughs> it was also like a very violent realization. I mean, first of all, I think it's quite ludicrous that any 17 or 18 year old should know for sure what field of work they like want to be in 10 years later. And for them to invest huge sums of money into the, like, the necessary education to get into that career path, it's just, it's dumb and I hate that system. So, you know, at the time, I was freaking out. But slowly, I think, that curiosity about space went away and uh, it like disappeared. It didn't, okay, no, it didn't disappear, but like it was replaced by this huge fear, like just like this absolute distress about everything that had to do with space. Like I can make myself hyperventilate just by thinking about space. Just the, the vastness, the emptiness, you know, and like for the most part, the darkness. And did I mention the emptiness? Because, and, and the endlessness. I mean, I hate it so much. I hate thinking about it so much. <laughs> Space movies are way more terrifying to me than any horror movie ever. And I, like, I still watch them because, I don't know, I like terrifying myself, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I like stars. But I don't like thinking about them in space, you know, like, no thanks. So, black coffee, swimming in the sea, and space. These are just three things that I no longer feel any kind of attachment to. But like, really, the list is endless. Yeah, I mean, and like, I definitely have stopped trying to frame myself with labels. I know myself to be much more fluid than that. And all aspects of my life really. I still of course use labels for social purposes but for the most part I don't put too much value in them. I know many people who are not comfortable with accepting me or like I guess rather what I represent. Um, I exist as someone who did things society considers hype and a sign of bad character for a girl especially and I like I don't um, I guess I don't 
re- represent or like a, a what what's the word? I, let's use represent. I don't represent any kind of regret for those things, and I feel like some people around me want me to anyway and I'm, and I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> it took me years to be able to reconcile all blocks of my identity I guess I could say you know for them to coexist safely without trouble within me it is constant work what that never stops I, I suppose like and every now and then I'll have a, a breakdown about that <laughs> You know, so like time for the identity crisis breakdown. And like identity is fluid. It is not one thing or the other. And like I, I, I like to keep most of my talking on here about myself. But I feel like we, you know, collectively as a society, we could definitely do away with some societal norms that are quite irrational and destructive like you know and the make the these things make it harder for us to embrace who we are and until then it's not like i can stop working and who i am uh, i don't know like discovering exploring that at least who i think i am i don't know like i don't know what's the difference like between self-perception and like is who I think I am the per- the person that I it, <sighs> thinking about it like really makes me mad because I don't understand anything of it and yet I'm making a podcast episode about it <laughs> and like yeah I just I feel like I end every episode with uh, I don't know kind of attitude but it's not like anyone was expecting me to like embark uh, like give you guys like some sort of universal truth so that's fine i guess it's a, it's a journey you guys if you want to know what i've been up to you can always follow me on instagram at tenderly without the vowels dot n or you know don't do that but do follow the pod on instagram at growing pains Again, without the vowels, because we don't use vowels in this household. Growingpains.pod. There will also be links to all that in the episode description. And if you're so inclined, share the podcast around. Give it a little nice rating on Apple Podcast. You know, do your thing. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Growing Pains. The music you're hearing right now and at the beginning of podcast is by Wayne John Bradley. This is Nayaran Kwari. Take care of yourself, yeah?